Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. Carla and I will be co-hosting again this week, and we'll be breaking down some historical events, give you an update on what happened today in history, and give you some random musings. And then at the end, we'll share some thoughts on our walk with Jesus. So we'll give you a chance to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. Carla, thanks for joining me again this week. So happy to be here. Hello, Daily Grind. All right. You got a mug of your favorite brew? I do. Then let's get this show on the road. Okay. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It's Tuesday, October 3rd. And on October 3rd, 1955, the Mickey Mouse Club premiered on ABC and Captain Kangaroo premiered on CBS. Oh, my goodness. That takes me back. Mr. Green Jeans. Yes. Dancing Bear. Oh, Dancing Bear. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And Miska, Muska. (laughs) And on this date in 1990, Germany reunified as the Federal Republic of Germany. That's crazy. That happened. Yes, it did. That happened. Yes, it did. And on this date in 1974, Frank Robinson was named the first African-American Major League Baseball manager, taking over leadership of the Cleveland Indians. The Cleveland Indians. Okay. Let's go, Frank. And in 1992, on this date, singer Sinead O'Connor appeared on Saturday Night Live and at the end of her performance ripped up a picture of Pope John Paul II. Whoa. Winner exiled from NBC for life. And also got her booed off the stage at a Bob Dylan tribute concert a few weeks later. People who interviewed her later asked, you know, why did you rip the picture of the Pope up? And she said that it was a protest against covered up sexual abuse of children by the Catholic Church. So maybe people should have paid a little more attention to what she was saying in the early 90s. I guess so. I guess so. I know. Right. Terrible. October 3rd is Butterfly and Hummingbird Day. Oh, how lovely. I know. I think it's cool that those two guys share a day. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of the same work. (laughs) It's Card Making Day. Oh, okay. It's It's Caramel Custard Day. Oh, that sounds good. (gasps) Obviously, I said caramel. Carla, do you say caramel? Do you say caramel? Caramel. Okay, good. I do. You could still be my sister. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's it's look at the leaves day. Okay. And it's Techies Day. Okay. I don't know. I think about that list and I want to go, Techies Day. I feel like if I was on Sesame Street, I'd be going, one of these things is not, <laughs> not like, like the, the other. other. <laughs> They're all kind of like, oh, look at the leaves. Hummingbird butterflies. You make cards. Oh, it's custard. Techies. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. (laughs) And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. Okay. Mr. Ashrita Furman is a man who has set more than 700 official Guinness records. What? And he currently holds nearly (laughs) 220 records, including the record for holding the most Guinness Book World Records. (sighs) I'm not going to list them all, but here's a few... Here's a few of the the records that he holds. Now, some he doesn't hold anymore because they've just become obsolete or done away with or whatever. 
you know. But he holds the record for joggling, the fastest time joggling, which is running while juggling. What? Okay. And he ran and juggled <laughs> for 50 miles. No. And he did it in eight hours and 52 minutes. Wow. I don't even That's know that impressive. I could just run. No. No. And I don't know that I could <laughs> juggle for eight hours. I mean, that's crazy. He also has the record for somersaulting. Oh, how what, how far? How long? Longest continuous distance, 12 miles, what? 390 yards. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm like going, uh, wow. That's, uh, I don't yep. even know what to say about that. Milk bottle balancing. No. On head. No. Longest continuous <laughs> distance. Again, 80.95 miles. Okay. So, with a milk bottle on your head. Okay. So he was very athletic. Very, very athletic. athletic. Yes. Because uh, one of his some... others was mountain climbing on stilts. Oh, my gosh. He had some time High, on his hands, too. Highest peak climb. Yeah. I'm like going, oh, I don't know. Crazy. But anyway, yeah. A street wow. Furman. I'm impressed. Go. Okay. Carla, I think that it is ridiculous. This this sums up the I think the state of our world. We live in a mm-hmm. world today where I was in the store and I began to look at labels and I noticed we live in a world where lemonade is made from artificial flavors and furniture polish is made from real lemons. <laughs> That's terrible. We're in trouble. We're in bad trouble. What? <laughs> what is what is up with that? Oh. That makes sense. When you think about it, the Bronze Age's golden age was the Bronze Age. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, here, this is just, this may be a deep thought, Sharpen Your Wit Day. When you think all of Disney's Aladdin, the movie, uh-huh. is a story told by the merchant who's just trying to get somebody to buy a worthless lamp. <laughs> What a sales job. We get caught up in the story. I go, wait, where'd that start? Oh, goodness. Rotten Tomatoes, the movie rating sign, is owned by Warner Brothers. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like a conflict of interest. It does, but I don't seem to... They confuse me, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm always just going, I don't know what that... <laughs> Chipotle is not its own type of chili. It's not. No, it is actually a smoked dried jalapeno. Oh, that sounds like good. A, like a like a raisin okay. is a grape. <laughs> a chipotle is a jalapeno. Okay. Except it just hadn't been dried. It's also been smoked. All right, that sounds good. Have you ever like bitten into? pizza that just came out of the oven too much and burnt the roof of your mouth yes with molten hot yes. lava cheese yes on I top have. Of the pizza. okay well we say that don't we we say we burn the roof of our mouth mm-hmm. but if you think about what's going on in there shouldn't that be the ceiling it should be the ceiling. <laughs> yes i will never and not the roof <laughs> the roof's on the other side yeah oh, i mean okay. i'm just saying <laughs> But it doesn't sound right. I, no. I tried it. Oh, the ceiling on my mouth has a... No. <laughs> I burned the ceiling. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to let that one go, I think. Carla. Yes. 
how do you make the number one disappear? How do you make the number one disappear? You erase it. <laughs> I don't know. You put it. You put a G in front of it, and it's gone. It is. It goes right. to gone. Yes. One to gone. Hey, I got it. Yep. So, so what starts with E ends with E, <laughs> but only has one letter in it. I. You. <laughs> I and you. You know what I mean? E Y E and E W E. I and yeah, you. But but it but it starts with an E, ends with an E, only has one letter. E I don't know then. I'm confused. <laughs> Envelope. Oh stop it. No. No, I like I and you better. E Y E and E W E. I like it better. <laughs> I'm going with mine. All right. There you go. Enough of that. Okay. The end. (laughs) And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. Today, we're looking at a topic that might seem a bit theological at first, but trust me, it's incredibly relevant to our daily lives. We'll consider the threefold office of Jesus the Messiah and why it matters. So to begin, let's go back in time. Let's turn to the Westminster Shorter Catechism, which answers and asks this fundamental question. Question 23. What offices does Christ execute as our Redeemer? Answer, Christ, as our Redeemer, executes the offices of a prophet, of a priest, and of a king, both in his estate of humiliation and exaltation. Now, you might be wondering, why is this threefold office of Christ so significant? I mean, it may sound like a dusty old theological term, but in reality, it is far from that. It's a key concept that helps us understand the glory of Christ in the gospel and the magnitude of the salvation we've received through faith in him. So what exactly does this threefold office entail? Well, it's all about how Jesus fulfills the role of prophet priest, and king, and how this impacts our lives. As a prophet, Jesus pronounces an end to all our sin. In the Old Testament, a prophet was the mouthpiece of God to the people. They would say, thus says the Lord, delivering God's messages, indictments, calls to repentance, and declarations of forgiveness. Jesus is the ultimate and final prophet being the very word of God. He came into the world because of sin, calling us to repent and to believe in him and announcing our pardon and forgiveness for sin. As a priest, Jesus offered himself as the ultimate sacrifice for our sin. In the Old Testament, the high priest mediated between a holy God and a sinful people, offering annual sacrifices for atonement. Christ as our mediator and high priest, not only offered the sacrifice once and for all, but he is the sacrifice. 
He entered the holy place and sprinkled his own blood on the mercy seat, securing eternal redemption for us. And finally, as a king, Jesus rules in a way that prevents sin from reigning over us. In the Old Testament, a righteous and powerful king like David brought peace and prosperity to the nation. Jesus, our king, is so much greater than David. He rules with perfect justice and equity, fighting our battles and ensuring that sin can never rule over us again. So, why does this matter in our daily lives? Well, because in the threefold offices of Christ, we find our freedom from sin. His blood is more powerful than sin, breaking the chains of our captivity and guiding us towards the path of freedom. In Revelation 1.5, Jesus is described as the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. And these titles reflect his threefold offices and the freedom that he grants us. The faithful witness, prophet. The firstborn of the dead, priest. The ruler of kings on earth, king. So as we wrap up this episode of The Daily Grind, remember, the threefold office of Christ isn't just theological jargon. It's a profound truth that reminds us of the incredible salvation that we have in Jesus. So whether you're facing challenges or celebrating victories today, know that in Christ you have a prophet who speaks truth, a priest who offers forgiveness, and a king who reigns in righteousness. Or I guess another way of saying that is to say that our Lord Jesus Christ has done, is doing, and always will completely do everything that is necessary for our salvation from sin. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of The Daily Grind. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got something out of it, please subscribe, rate it, and share it with a friend. In the show notes, I will leave a few verses for each of the offices that Jesus our Redeemer holds. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow on another episode of The Daily Grind.